0: Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience, a podcast confronting current events, politics, comedy, and calamity, all from the perspective of a trans titanist. She's a verbal black belt, skilled in the art of roasting, the hellmouth, doom sayer, CEO of the Amazon position. Here's your host, Kim L. Terrell. Welcome to Tran Olson and Lived Experience. I'm your host, Cam Raeene and Lean a.k.a. Tranos. Say it with your whole chest, or I will hurricane Rana you through a glass table. This is Tran Olson and Lived Experience, the show that has ran naked in the woods before and has been accused of dancing alone. It's a sin. It's a curse. It's a kraken, whatever they want to call it. Um, today's episode <laughs> is microscope that's the name of this um but before we get into that Trenos is brought to you by the meeting of music and marijuana today's strain is black sugar rose black sugar rose also known as sugar rose black is an indica dominant hybrid marijuana strain made by crossing critical mass with black domina Sugar Black Rose has a sweet taste with hints of fruit and fresh flowers. The aroma takes a pungent, earthy musk that resembles exotic hash imported from overseas and brings in with it a relaxing body buzz that helps keep nausea, anxiety, and muscle pain at bay. Sugar Black Rose was originally bred by Delicious Seeds. Shout out to Delicious Seeds. I went and picked up some of this. It is weighing in at a THC count of 29% and the CBG is 1%. The strains highlight some people feel a little sleepy and relaxed. Lots of people feel happy from it. Um, Some of the negatives, if you are to overindulge, is dry eyes, dry mouth, and uh, for some people, dizziness. It helps with, once again, stress, anxiety, and pain. It's a calming effect with a high THC count. It's less energizing. So if you're smoking sugar, black rose, don't expect to go anywhere this weekend. And today's song is brought to you by Silver Chair. It is Israel's song. Give that a listen either before, during, or after the episode so that you can fit into the mood of what I'm about to lay down for you. So let's, uh, let's just jump right in. A lot of people are going to think or assume uh, my feelings regarding this, and I wanted to speak on it. I took seven days to digest this and just kind of sit with it because your initial reaction is anger. The initial reaction is anger and, uh, and blame. And I'm going to talk about my initial reaction. On June 10th, at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yes, that is the White House. Uh, they held a pride event with about 150 invitees there. And this included um, model um, TikToker influencer Rose Montoya. Rose Montoya is a non binary trans woman. Her pronouns are she, her, they, them. She was invited to speak on a national platform regarding trans rights and the attacks on trans people that are currently going on uh, nationwide. Now, why those discussions were being had, um, there are festivities on the lawn. You, know, you can't see me, but I'm going to do air quotes that it was a family atmosphere. So with that being said, there's a clip that's going around where, it's and i'm going to say this out loud it's highly exaggerated rose uh took her top off during a picture opportunity where she was surrounded by two other individuals they were male presenting bodies i'm not going to assume um how they identified because they weren't named and i'm i wanted to talk about that there were two male presenting bodies standing next to her and they were all topless uh, Rose's hands were covering her nipples, but the sides and tops of her breasts were visible. It was reported by places like New York Times, Yahoo News, that this air quotes disrespectful act was perpetrated by Rose Montoya during this in, uh, this event. And at first, um, at like, at a shooter's distance, I was embroiled, I was upset, I was angry. And I, I did the things that we normally do. Oh, well, why would she do this? Like, why wasn't she thinking about what would happen to us? And why wasn't she thinking about, like, how they would use this? And they're going to use this information as as fodder. They're going to use this as a weapon against us, blaming her um, and not taking into account that trans bodies, no matter what they're, state of dress they're in no matter what uh frame of motion they're in are always under a microscope now i made a TikTok regarding this and i tried to be as caring and understanding as possible because rose did put out an apology and um i pulled up part of it because i wanted to talk about this part that was set give me one second okay so rose is quoted as saying i alongside other powerful voices in the queer and trans community were invited to be represented seen and heard in in a unique and very special way the 27 year old said in a quick moment of fleeting and overwhelming trans joy i decided to do something unbecoming of a guest of the president that's her words um i I want to I want to go on record by saying the thing that upsets me most about this is not what she did, but the timing of it. I will not be policing her body. I will not be policing her body at all. My initial reaction was to do so. And then I realized where that comes from. And as much as people want to hear me uh, downplay her or or chastise her. My only complaint is the timing the timing, and the message that was lost because of said action. Now, Rose Montoya is a great speaker, a great educator. She has been doing this on TikTok since 2018. Uh, She branched out into modeling and acting, so you rarely hear from her as much as before, but this was an instance where um, her voice would have been used to have these deep conversations with the powers that be about issues that, We need them to step up for and the conversation that was had is now being overshadowed by her being topless on the White House lawn. And when I say topless, I'm air quoting it because she used the finger pasties and she was surrounded by white uh, male presenting bodies. I'm assuming because we don't know how they identified. We don't know at all. But they were completely topless, nipples in few, full view. Some were just one was just wearing shorts and sneakers. Uh, the other one had uh, their shirt on like their arms and was completely bare chested. Uh, Rose's top was dropped down below um, the nipple line, and her fingers were over her breast. Now, first, we're gonna realize something. Rose's body it was immediately objectified. Uh, an uh, instance where she stated that this was an, an un... How does she say it? Because like, I, I don't want to misquote her. I don't want to misquote her at all. Um, she said that her actions were unbecoming. And I feel like that's a little bit of morality staring her down, a little bit of a morality police policing her currently. I'm I'm taking my time with this because the the conflict of feelings as a trans woman of color. Um she stated that she wanted to apologize to the black trans community because ultimately we're we're the ones who will bear the the brunt of the impact of this because we're the ones people feel the most comfortable policing um we are the least sexualized of the trans femme bodies we are the most demonized and she recognized that and my issue with this and i'm going to state it once again was strategically it was placed in the wrong place this action was done at the wrong time that's that's literally my only look it's legal to be topless in washington dc it's legal to walk around topless in lots of states on the east Coast. But for some reason, when a trans body does these things, we are put under this really weird, objectifying microscope. Rosemont Toya is indeed very attractive. Um, Also, uh, to some might come off as white passing, even though uh, she is Latin. The trans body has been sexualized and over sexualized for eons, so any time that like we're we're seen as provocative or it's it's demonized. The New York Post wrote this morning that and they made sure to put it in capital letters just disrespectful act, never once mentioning. The two male bodies assisting, the two male bodies in the pictures and the videos, never once. Their bodies are not under scrutiny here. We don't know if they're trans. We don't know if they're cis. We just know that they're male presenting. And because they're male presenting, they won't be put under the same lens as Rose. Uh, Rose is a great speaker. I'm going to step into that one more time. Rose is a great speaker. A great educator. And she probably had great things to say. And we will never know about those things. We will never know about those things or that incident. The White House was quick to jump on top of it and to demonize her and state that what she did was disrespectful. Um, Not once, (laughs) like reminding anyone that being topless in Washington, D.C. is not illegal. It it might be some, uh, some situation where you might have to talk about. Um, the morality of it or something like that. But I don't dabble in those things. And once again, the family event uh, uh, quote and title given to this is just another way for them to kind of like demonize us. Now, in her apology, she stated that she never intended for her fleeting moment of trans joy to be weaponized. But that's exactly what's going to happen. And because of my knowledge of, of, of that, that's what my initial reaction was based in. It was based in the fear. It was based in the fear that her moment of trans joy was going to cause harm to the trans community. This is a discussion that's going to be had by problematics and transphobes for the next two weeks. It's already been a week of it. I've already heard it a thousand times uh, that we're perverse, that we're over-sexualized, that we have no scruples around children, that we're groomers, that we're this and that we're that. And in that moment, in that moment in that moment where rose had her top off and, and was smiling and giggling and laughing and joking at no point in time during that situation do you see any kids at no point in time in that situation there's like a big banner behind him it's almost kind of like blocking them from everyone else and the only reason why that there's knowledge of this thing happening is because it happened on camera um and the fear of that being used against us um, because generally anytime there's an incident where a trans person is uh, seen as doing something that is against the grain against society's norms, or even a, something as small as a crime, it is then um, amplified and then used as a weapon against us. How many times have you heard people bring up um the shooter who whose identity we still aren't a hundred percent about how many times have we heard about the shooter who went to t- the tops and then did all of those weird things and then claimed that they were trans afterwards and then we're still hearing about it now the trans body is consistently under a microscope and everything that we do is parsed and pieced apart and used as a weapon and rather than responding in fear and in anger i took the time to sit back and realize that not only uh it was her timing bad but it was almost like she forgot in that moment of trans joy she forgot that her body is consistently over sexualized that that she forgot that like everything that we do is put under this microscope and then magnified times a hundred and as much as I want to be upset with her, as much as at first I didn't want to accept her apology, I do. I accept your apology. I really wish that we can go back in time and pay attention to the things that you said, because I'm sure, even though we will never get to hear them, I'm sure it was elegantly said. I'm sure that you, you spoke to the president and, and, and you, and you, for the lack of a better word, humanized us in front of him. But the moment that it came back to them that you were topless, we were then dehumanized again. And I, I'm glad that you took some accountability for this. I'm glad that you did. But I will not be joining in the dog pile. And I think that took a lot of growth of my end, and I'm probably going to catch some backlash for it. Because, once again, someone believes that I'm going to be out here policing the bodies of other trans people. That's not what I do. That's not what I do. I don't want anyone doing it to me. I'm not going to do it to her. I'm just going to agree with her statement that it was ill-timed. It was ill-timed. And it, it will indeed become uh, ammunition for the the vile opposition of our existence. That's a given. There's nothing we can do to stop that. But just her presence there was going to become ammunition. That's the part that we're not talking about. Let's take away the boobs. Let's take away the uh, the fear of the nipple. Let's take all of that away. The fact that she was even there was going to be weaponized. That's the part that, uh, that woke me up. That's the part that snapped me out of my anger. Is that no matter what she did, her body being there was uh, and could be used as a weapon against us. Dylan Mulvaney uh, got a sponsorship and it was weaponized against us. Drag Queens is an occupation and an art form and it's weaponized against us. The children are weaponized against us. I sometimes walk around fearful of any child that is not in my family Or is not one of my friend's kids. I don't interact with anyone else's children. Not by accident. Not by happenstance. None of those things. Because something as small as helping one of them. If they fell off their bike. Or being too close to one of them. Could be weaponized against us. That's the fear that we have to walk around with as trans people. And for a fleeting moment. Rose was unaware. That that still was in play for her. They're calling her vile. They're calling her name. She's being attacked in the media her family members are being threatened they're demanding more interview time with her so they can drag this through the mud because they need more sound bites and it's because the perfect the perfect storm happened her body was on display no matter what degree of dress it was in Um, There were people who were complaining about how she was acting beforehand. She was dancing with the trans flag. She was um, standing close to the president. They were taking pictures together. People complaining about that. This is well before there was any boob, any side boob, top boob, under boob, because that's pretty much all that was done. Her hands were covering her nipples, so she technically was topless but not naked. Um, More than anything... I'm just upset about the message. This is my third time saying it. The message, her message, her reason for being there is being overshadowed and it's by her own actions. That's the thing that she needed to take accountability for. And in her apology, she did, and I'm going to say it one more time. She did acknowledge that this will ultimately harm black trans women. First and foremost, the black trans community is going to take a lot of brunt from this it's going it's going to fall on us a lot because not for nothing bigots feel super comfortable when there's intersectionalities in play rather than attack rose for weeks on end she's gonna weather the storm for mm, two months but it's going to be brought up every time a trans person of color's body is in question here it's summertime there's going to be lots of bathing suits lots of pride parades going on we are going to be police for the way we look we're going to be police for the way we dress how we identify in public spaces it's just going to exacerbate things and she didn't invent that but she she didn't she didn't help it either She didn't, she didn't help it either. And the situation with us constantly being under a microscope is that like, we're damned if we do, we're damned if we don't. I want to make sure that everyone realizes that there was backlash against her before her boobs came out. There was public comments on the Twitter about how she was talking, her voice, how she looked, um, how she was dressed. Um, she was wearing a white dress, a white off the shoulder dress, like summer dress and like sandals. Of some degree, like nothing that you wouldn't see at a summer event. Um, there was scrutiny about her standing too close to Mr. Biden, her talking to Mr. Biden. Um, oh, why am I calling him Mr. Biden? Joe, you work for me. Fuck out of here. Her being on camera with him, having um, talks with him, we will never hear those things. I'm, I'm, I keep saying the same thing over again. We will never hear the discussion that they had because no matter how brilliant it was no matter how touching how moving it was how effective it might have been in that moment it was all erased it was all erased and that's the fear that comes with being a black trans woman in a national stage i can go there and do less I could have been invited there and did less, but that's another thing that I wanted to talk about. Let's talk about the pictures that we have. The 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 pictures that they have set out for us. Um, challenge me if you want to. Uh, go back and look at the footage, not necessarily Rose's footage, but just the footage of that day. And tell me how many trans people of color you see. How many dark brown and black trans people you see at that event. The issue for me is that Rose was my representation. And in Rose being my representation, the weight of the world and the weight of Christian morality is placed squarely on her shoulders. Respectability. It comes down to respectability. One of the most <laughs> noticed, one of the most passable, one of the most beautiful trans people was allowed there and respectability still came to play like we didn't realize that like a lot of rose's content is model content with her at several varying degrees of dress and we were surprised somehow that she cupped her boobs at the white house which (laughs) who gives a shit other than the right wing who will over like ultimately sensationalize and over sexualize the event. They will over sexualize the event. Um, and let me take some time. I'm going to pack a bowl of this black sugar. And when I'm doing that, I want to talk directly and I'm not sure. Maybe Rose will hear this Rose. Um, for a second i didn't understand what you meant by elation because it's so few and far between for trans women like me to feel elated about anything to feel excited or in the moment about anything i have to walk around with this this awareness that i am targeted constantly and i wish for just a fleeting second that i could have experienced the joy that you were speaking of And in that moment, you felt what you felt and you did what you did. And as much as I want to be upset with you, I don't want to add to the anger that is going to be piled on you for months on end. I hope that you take this opportunity and as you said before, you grow and you learn from it. I hope this doesn't break you. I hope this doesn't do anything but make you more thoughtful of the power you possess as a representative of the trans community. I know that being held to this high standard is not what you signed up for, but it is indeed what you are signed up for. And as much as it pains me to say this, because you are considered a representative of this community, you will face scrutiny more often than you would at your job. You will face scrutiny more often than you would around your fans because respectability has come into play and respectability turns all of us into double intersectional minorities. And I know that you're Latin, but you have a passing privilege that is in play currently, and because that is in play, I ask that you continue to be accountable for what you did. I ask that you be open up and honest about what you did, and I ask that you continue I, that you continue to be a voice for us. Use this instance to teach us and to show young trans people exactly what we're dealing with out here when it comes to the objectification of our bodies at every at every turn. I'm so glad that I took the time to sit back and kind of just take it all in first, instead of reactionarily jumping to destroy. And to all of the cis commentators who had the nerve to speak on this situation. I'm glad that you think that you're the voice of the masses, that you're the voice of the trans community, but leave the policing of our own to us. Leave that to us, for you to get up on your soapboxes and talk about it at this time, and to be so damning and damaging makes you no better than those right-wingers who are obviously talking about our bodies and, and, and using our bodies as weapons. A lot of you cis commentators are doing the exact same thing. I'm not going to name you, but I know several of you listen to my show. And when you hear this, this is for you. Mind your fucking business this time. Talk to a trans person and ask them how they feel about you stepping in and playing savior in this moment. You policing another trans body for the sake of views and, and your allyship badge. You won't get one from me. Now before this is over with, I got this uh, this black sugar on deck. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a hit of this shit right now. Give me one second. Damn that's just like hold oh on, god damn. <sighs> Rose, don't run away from this. Take it head on. Show them how strong we actually are. I appreciate your apology much more today than I did the first time I heard it. You understand the impact that this had and that the timing was wrong and nothing more. I hope that you know that the timing of this was wrong. At a pride event, you would have been fine. At um, a, you know, what I'm saying at a, a queer a queer led event, you would have been fine. But we are held to such a weird Christian standard when it comes to politicians. We have to be perfect. We have to be on our p's and q's. We have to we have to magnify the objectification that we already deal with. Respectability played such a huge role in that, and I am not in any way asking you to go back in time and bend to it, but recognize that that's what this is about. That the right wing is going to try to make us answer to respectability in this instance, and they're going to do it in your name. And with that being said, um, this has been Tranel's in the lived experience. I'm your host, Kamraine Elene Maharet Jarrell, A.K.A. The teddy meat Titan, and this has been Trenos and the lived experience to show that does not police trans bodies peace.